With mask orders, distancing, sanitizing, and many other adjustments, going back to school will certainly be an even bigger transition this year for students. We sat down with Ogden Clinic pediatrician, Dr. Brad Clark, to talk about what parents can do to ensure their kids are prepared to go back to school during the COVID-19 pandemic. Welcome to The Daily Diagnosis, a healthy lifestyle podcast provided by Ogden Clinic. We're your prescription for health-centered conversation, stories, and advice. I'm Parker Shaw, and with the help of my team and featuring the talented providers of Ogden Clinic, you'll reach a positive prognosis for your podcast addiction by listening to The Daily Diagnosis. Hi, everybody. This is Parker from Ogden Clinic's marketing team. I'm here with Dr. Brad Clark, who is one of our pediatricians here at Ogden Clinic at our Grandview location, which is in Roy. Dr. Clark, it's great to see you today. It's good to be with you, Parker. Thank you. So can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? For This is your first time on our video interviews, um, just so our audience can get to know you a little bit. Sure, yeah. So I am a pediatrician, like you said, practicing in the Roy office, the Grandview Clinic. So I've been here uh, coming up on five years now. Um, and I grew up in uh, Salt Lake County and, and trained in Las Vegas. So we were there for seven years and then moved back here once I finished training. Awesome. Well, it's a great place to be and we love the Royal location as well. And we're really super lucky to have you on with us today. So thanks for being here. So just, we want to just jump right into our topic for the day. And there's been a lot of talk with, uh, summer moving on with COVID-19 and with school coming up. I know a lot of parents have, express some concern. Some are nervous, some are maybe more on the fence, just about the idea of going back. And we wanted to open that topic up with you, especially since you work with a lot of uh, children to get your input on this. So I have some questions here that we'll just kind of start off with. Um, The first question is, um, what pointers would you give parents for their kids who are finishing summer break and are likely to prepare to go back to school? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. I think that's important even, well, every school year when kids are, are preparing to go back to school, not necessarily just during this pandemic that we're going through. Uh, and I think it's it's always a good idea as, as we draw closer to the time that school starts to get back into a routine. Kids, especially this, this year where kids have been out really since the middle of March, I mean, their sleep cycles are all out of whack and waking up later, at least my kids are not eating as well. So I think um, yeah. starting a few weeks before school starts to get back into the maybe the bedtime routines, going to bed at a reasonable hour and trying to wake up um, at a reasonable time so that once school starts, they're kind of more established into that routine. Awesome. I think that's really great advice because I, I think even myself just with it staying lighter longer, it's easy to get out of routine with those things, even as adults. So I think um, yeah. kind of restructuring is really important. So thanks. That's a great pointer. And kind of going along those same lines, um, this is a very general question, but what should parents know and do to help keep their kids safe? And that could be uh, this time in the pandemic, but also like you mentioned, stuff that they can do every year to keep them safe as they go back to school. Yeah, I think, uh, I guess just in, in general terms, um, with, with the pandemic going on, I think it's important for parents to know, uh, you know, there is a lot of uncertainty. We're still learning more about COVID-19 as, as the weeks and months go on. 
But uh, so far, from what we've been able to discern, uh, children that that contract the COVID-19 infection tend to be less symptomatic overall compared to adults. And, and they also have uh, are less likely to have complications or to have um, severe disease from the infection. So that that's reassuring, I think, for parents to know that if, if by chance their child does contract the illness, um, in most cases, um, they're going to do just fine. <clears throat> um, they also are less likely to uh, become infected and then also to spread the infection. So it's a little bit different from influenza that we have. We go through these influenza um, peaks every year and, and kids are have a major role in spreading influenza throughout the school and daycares. But right. it, seems, it seems like this is a little bit different where they're not uh, as likely to, to spread the infection. Um, so I think that's important for them to know. And, and some things that we can do, um, just like things we've been hearing <clears throat> for the past several months, is, is just instilling good sanitation practices, right? So frequent hand washing, especially with kids, um, it's important. And I know a lot of the schools are preparing for this to have uh, areas where they can wash their hands before going into class. And and uh, and so just maybe having hand sanitizer readily available and, and just encouraging them to wear a mask if possible um, and to just keep their distance. Like we've been talking about this whole social distancing thing. Um, and, and in regards to the distancing, I think it's one thing that's going to be a little bit different for kids this year. As they go back, they're excited to see their friends, but I think it'd be important for parents to talk about keeping distance. So uh, that means no hugs or, or handshakes, high fives. We, we kind of have to limit that, at least for now. And I, I know that's going to be hard for a lot of kids because they're excited to see their friends that they haven't seen for a while. Right. Um, but I think having that conversation before school starts would be important for them. Awesome. That's really great. And yeah, I think, you know, like you mentioned earlier, there is a lot of uncertainty with how things are going to play out. But I think, you know, helping our kids be as prepared as they can can really help um, help gauge the situation and hopefully make it better for everybody. Um, so along with everything else, should parents plan on normal vaccine routines for back to school prep? Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. That hasn't changed. The recommendations for for getting vaccines has not changed during this pandemic. So absolutely, we encourage anyone who is, uh, for whatever reason, behind on immunizations to come in and get caught up prior to school starting. Awesome. Okay. And then you kind of mentioned this and alluded to this in the previous question. Um, we wanted to just highlight some other preventative behaviors that could be taught in the home and practice with kids at school to slow the spread of COVID-19. Are there any other that you'd want to highlight um, along with this that question? As far as in the home? Um, so what can, I guess just rephrasing that, what other preventative behaviors can parents like enforce and teach their kids to, so that they can have a better experience and slow the spread of COVID-19 at school? Okay, so I, I think just um, setting that example for the kids in the home of, and when you're in, um, public places to to follow recommendations that are given uh, to to wear masks and and to wash hands um, frequently 
uh, keeping distance, those things that we kind of mentioned before. Um, right. But also to to even further prevent the spread, we know that as kids go back to school, they're likely to to contract some illnesses that not are not necessarily COVID nineteen. Um, and so it's it's crucial for parents to keep kids home if they're showing any sign of illness whatsoever, whether it's a cough or cold symptoms, uh, even vomiting, um, diarrhea, sore throat, um, fever, all of those things. If, if they're having those symptoms, they need to be kept home uh, to be on the safe side and prevent possible uh, exposure to other kids. Right. I think that is really important and a hard thing because sometimes it's hard to know um, what the sickness is, what they're feeling. But yeah, keeping keeping kids home is really important. Um, so you're a father yourself. Um, have there been any, any ways that you've uh, been trying to teach your own family about COVID-19 and making it something that's understandable for them? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've had conversations for sure. My daughter is, is uh, just about to start seventh grade, so she's going into junior high. And uh, over the last few months, she's developed a little bit of anxiety. I think a lot of kids are in the same boat with all the changes uh, with the pandemic and the earthquake and so many things happening uh, around us. And so she's, she's had a hard time and we've had to have conversations. Uh, you know, she's expressed a fear of her friends getting the virus or, or us and what could potentially happen. And so just, just trying to reassure her that, um, uh, that like we talked about earlier, that, if if one of us were healthy, we don't have any, um, you know, comorbid conditions. So so most likely, if we were to contract it, we're going to be fine. Uh, it it may be, you know, we may feel kind of lousy for a little while, but overall, we're going to get over it, and we're gonna we're gonna move on. And so, just giving that reassurance has has been helpful, I think, and it's something that we'll have to continue to do, most likely. Yeah. Well, and I think that there's probably a lot of kids that are in the same position because, you know, I feel like already, especially like entering like junior high and elementary school is scary enough on top of being in a, doing it during a pandemic. So I think those feelings of anxiety are, are very probably uh, validated for those kids that are in the situation going back right now. Very glad that I'm not having to do that. But I like what you said. Um, having those conversations is important. And um, is there any other um, advice you would give to parents so that they can make it the easiest and best transition for their, their own children? Yeah, I think it's just uh, lots of preparation, lots of, of conversations before school starts. This, this year for kids that have been in school and previous years is going to be a lot different, most likely. There's going to be lots of changes. Um, no assemblies or, uh, you know, large crowds. Uh, and so I think we have to prepare the kids for that. Just have that conversation, uh, go through what's expected of them at school yeah. as far as sanitizing and, and trying to limit, uh, exposure as best we can. And, and just, just being upfront and let them know things are going to be different, but, um, but we're going to get through it and, and, uh, hopefully next year will be a little bit better. But, but for now, I think just just keeping them prepared and, and having those conversations, especially kids that are, are like we talked about the anxiety or, or kids that are real nervous, uh, lots of preparation and, and, uh, reassurance, I think. 
Awesome. So I think kind of the takeaway from this first portion is talking a little bit about not just being prepared and helping them through that, but also making sure that they're doing the preventative things that they need, such as getting their vaccines, still being seen by by providers such as yourself to make sure that they're they're good to go when when school uh, comes back around. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Well, thanks for highlighting that. Um, changing directions just a little bit. We wanted to actually highlight something else, which is our West Point location, which is opening here soon, um, come August. And can you just tell us a little bit about what you'll be doing there at the West Point location? Yeah, you bet. So we are, uh, or I will be moving to our new West Point office. Uh, they're just finishing construction and getting everything finalized. So we are planning on opening to see patients there the first day on August 5th, so a little uh, less than a month from now. So um, awesome. we are we are excited and looking forward to that. Um, it's it's uh, kind of on the southern end of West Point, 3000 West and the 193 freeway. Um, so I'll be there. There'll be uh, family medicine and dermatology and other services as well. So it should be a good time. Yeah, well, and it's a beautiful facility. I just saw some photos of it today and we're really excited to have that addition. So are you gonna be there 100%? Yeah, I will. I'll be there Monday through Friday. Perfect. Well, we're really excited about the new addition and hopefully it's a great new place to be. And like I said, it is a beautiful new location and we're excited to have it as a part of our other locations in Davis County. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Clark, for all the advice and information you gave us. I think it's really great, especially addressing, um, although we don't want to think about school starting back up, sometimes it's kind of inevitable, but we're glad for um, your advice and um, different topics that you covered today. So is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap things up? No, I think we, I think we covered it. Thanks, Parker. No, thank you. Uh, for those of you that have tuned in, this has been Dr. Brad Clark, who is a pediatrician for Ogden Clinic, uh, currently at our Grandview location in Roy, but soon to be at our new location in West Point. You can find more information about him at ogdenclinic.com. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of The Daily Diagnosis. We're so happy that you joined us today. If you would like to find more information about Ogden Clinic, our providers, or locations, visit us at ogdenclinic.com. If you're listening today from Apple Podcasts app, make sure you leave us a review or subscribe so you can receive more information about the different episodes that we post. We love getting feedback from our audience, so those reviews are priceless to us. If you also would like to shout us out on social media, our Instagram handle is at Ogden Clinic. You can also send us a DM if there's a topic that you would like our providers to cover, and we really look forward to hearing from you. We post episodes weekly, so tune in next week, and we can't wait to be with you again. Have a great week.